This is the Old Trailblazer Broadcast. This is Pastor Alva Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Mission, where the gospel goes out on the Old Trailblazer Broadcast every day. Then on Sunday, we have the Voice of Truth Broadcast. goes out over many stations across this nation with the Reverend Shelton, Pastor Shelton preaching, and uh, late pastor. And then Sunday mornings, we have our services here at the First Baptist Church of Algiers in Walker, Louisiana. And uh, folks ask me, say, why did you name it First Baptist Church of Algiers? Because, well, that's what we were in New Orleans. And we moved up here after the flood. And so we stayed with the same name. And we're here now uh, on uh, Highway 190 or Florida Boulevard in Walker. Folks coming here from all over. And uh, many of our folks have moved in this area. So we're just happy to be with you folks. I want to just take a little bit of time to tell you just a, a little bit about this ministry. Pastor Shelton was the founder of this work back in the early, well, late, late 1927, 28, somewhere the Lord called him. And he's going to school in New Orleans at the seminary. And they called him the pastor of the church, First Baptist Church of Algiers. And he went on there for several years and uh, preaching the gospel, preaching. And the Lord awakened him to the fact that he was not saved. He'd been preaching 25 years. We have that story of his life, if you'd like to have it. But the Lord saved him and gave him uh, a new emphasis on preaching the gospel, preaching Christ. That's what we do here. We have a, a plaque up on our wall in the auditorium up, above the podium that says, Christ died for me. Isn't that grace that Christ died for sinners? But we're looking at this study, the old trailblazer. He was the old original trailblazer for many years, and we have some of his studies on tape. If you'd like to have them, we'll, write you, we'll quote you a price on them. And uh, he had the sound effect with old Dan clippity-clopping down the road. And uh, but, oh, but the Lord laid this on my heart to pick them up and go on. It's just a homespun uh, little little message that the Lord gives us. And uh, many folks here, we're over on over 100 stations every day and uh, uh, by God's grace. And folks seem to appreciate it. I get letters and emails, correspondence from folks say, Trailblazer, uh, I appreciate that old-time, old-fashioned. I appreciate the old uh, homespun uh, getting down to where we live and telling it like it is. I appreciate that. I get letters like that almost every day, every week. And uh, so if you enjoy it, I wish you'd help me with the broadcast. You say, well, that's all it's all about money. No, it's not about money. No, we we, we we hardly ever ask you for money, but we've been experiencing a little problem lately. They're downturning the economy, and many of our folks have, uh, some of our folks have been out of a job, and some of them have gone on to be with the Lord. And it, it just cuts cuts down into your budget a little bit. But we, we promise you that every penny that's sent here goes to getting out the gospel. So we're looking at this study now on blood redemption in the Old Testament. And in the last two or three studies, we've been looking at man, how that man is a sinner by nature. But in the first step, the first step in salvation of any sinner is to be the work of the Holy Spirit in opening those blinded eyes and letting him see what a sinner he is by nature, or he'll never desire salvation, and he'll never see his need of offering. I often tell you the greatest thing that happens to a sinner, an individual, is to see himself, to be awakened. We call it an awakening ministry here at Radio Mission. We have an awakening ministry. I have folks call me and write me and say, Trebles, what do you mean by an awakening ministry? Well, the Lord, uh, the Lord takes a message by the Holy Spirit, 
and shines that light, the gospel light, into hearts of individuals, one here and one there. It's not a massive movement, no. Back there many, many years ago under the preaching of the old divines, the Whitfields and Spurgeons and Max Shanes and Bonars and John Gill and uh, John Bunyan and those, there were, there were many, many people awakened. And uh, you, you, you say, well, I never heard that before. Well, you go back and read, and we have a gracious su- a supply of those old divines here in the bookstore. You write me, I'll send you a listing of a lot of them. And you go there and read those stories, and you'll come across this expression, Holy Spirit conviction. You'll come across this, uh, this uh, expression. They were, they were awakened to their lost condition. You don't hear that no more, do you? No, because the Holy Spirit has slowly been withdrawn from from the uh, religious world today. It's only now what we call pole line, pole line fishing. You know, when I was a kid, we had a creek run back behind our place, and once in a while my dad would take me and my brother, and we'd go back there, and we'd cut us a, a little old pole or something, a little old, uh, bush to have a, a, a pole with. We didn't have any fancy stuff like they have now. And we'd go up and down that creek. We'd find a deep hole here, and we'd catch two or three of them big old goggle-eyed perches, and maybe an old mud cat or two. But it was pole line fishing, one here and one there. That's what we do now. That's what the old trailblazer does. And we're happy uh, if one, if one. We used to have a man here in his prayer. Every time he prayed, he'd say, Lord, just give us one. Just give us one. You know why? Because if one soul comes to know the Lord, that'll be the greatest thing that ever happened to that individual. That's why we stay on the air. You don't, you wonder why we go to all of this work and trouble, we call it, if you will, to get out the gospel. Oh, we could sit back and listen to some high-rolling high pastor or watch him on TV and call out our church. No, we can't do that because the Lord, the Lord commands us to preach the gospel. When I came here as a as a as a pastor of this ministry after the Lord called me, He gave me that verse of scripture there in Timothy. He said, "Preach the gospel. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove and rebuke with all long suffering." And one of the things that I found out that means it means to be upfront, to call names. You say trailblazer, you call folks' name. I sure do. I call a number first, give them a chance to clean up or clear out. But, oh, my friend, let's go back to our study. We look in there, and the first thing that happens is a Holy Spirit's work. And uh, the vast majority of our church members today, preachers, laymen, song leaders, teachers, have never seen their need. They've never seen their need. You say, how can you say that? Because I, 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 I monitor broadcasts at night and Sundays evenings and stuff. I listen to other preachers. I want to know what they, what's going on. And I don't hear them talking about being awakened. I don't hear them talking about being such a sinner. No. All I hear is that they walked down the aisle. They trusted Jesus. They was baptized when they was an infant, baptized when they were seven or eight years old, and uh, did this and did that and did the other. And now they call that. The pastor pats them on the back. And uh, like one evangelist I heard sell said that when he went into this little town to, to hold a meeting, said the pastor come to him and said, Now, now sir, uh, brother, uh, all of our folks are saved, and don't don't stir up no boat now. Don't rock the boat. Just all of our folks are saved here. Just just preach the gospel and tell them how Jesus died for sinners. And uh, in case there's a stranger comes in the door or something, my friend, that's the opposite thing we do here. We preach like everybody's lost, and and folks who are, are saved, they don't get mad with me about that because they know they know that's the gospel. My friend, but those folks in there—they don't see the need of it now. If you want, you want to, 
you want a, a little study in, in, in human nature, whatever it is, or whatever you want to call it. I used to drive around a little bit, going to the mission place, and I'd go some, through some little town, and I would see a, on one corner there'd be four churches. be one on every corner. Hard Shell Baptist, Missionary Baptist, Primitive Baptist, this and that and the other. Uh, and there'd be uh, parking lots would be slammed full on Sunday morning. Oh, my friend, what's the, what, why? Why do we have to do that? Because they're blinded. And I had a man call me the other day from up in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, he knew, he's heard our broadcast, he listens to me. And uh, he said, Pastor, I want to tell you, I'm a sovereign grace preacher. I preach the sovereignty of God. And I said, uh, and he said, I'm a black man, a black sovereign preacher. And I said, uh, well, let me ask you something, brother. How many members do you have up there? He said, I got 14, Pastor. I said, well, it sounds like you're preaching the truth to me. If you had 500, I'd say you probably don't know what's going on. And we had great fellowship together, talking about Christ, talking about how the Lord saves us and how that he is sovereign. The Lord, what do you, you know what that means, my friend? I never knew what it meant. When I first started listening to Pastor Shelton many years ago, and I tell you what it means in the old cornfield definition, it means that God does as he pleases. He don't ask you, did the Lord ever ask you to meet with him when he's going to create this world? Did, did he do that? Did he, did, he, did he ask you to help him uh, uh, design the stars and the moon? And no, the Lord doesn't need you. I tell folks under, this, under my preaching, the Lord doesn't need you. No, the Lord never asks you for your advice. He does as he pleases. He chooses whom he will to save, and whom he don't save, he don't save. And who can say him nay? But we're looking there. Uh, we're looking there how that our modern-day preachers does not uh, recognize the fact that man is a sinner by nature and that he's totally depraved. If they do, they ever say anything about it. Modern-day philosophy teaches that man is good and that he has inerrant goodness. Therefore, he doesn't need a substitute. See, if you never see your need, you won't cry out. You won't never, if you don't see your need, you won't never cry out. Oh, my friend, the greatest thing that happens, the best thing that happens, and usually the first thing that happens when the Lord does, 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 designs or desires to, to call you out is to let you see your spiritual condition. If you never see that, you're not going to cry unto the Lord. And that's why I ask you to pray with me. Pray with me that the Holy Spirit will meet with us here uh, day by day, time after time. The greatest need we have in this ministry is that the Holy Spirit would meet with us. Fall fresh on us and open eyes of hearts and minds of our young people, our old people. My friend, salvation is not uh, a big church with a big bus and taking a group of young folks to the beach on Saturday or Sunday and a youth leader carry them and strip off in front of them and all that. That's not salvation. Salvation is trusting the Lord, praising the Lord. My friend, we, we, all, we got it all turned around, don't we? We, we got it all what to call bass acrobats. No, sir, my friend, man is a sinner. We need the Lord. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need you. He doesn't need me. You know what the Lord, if the Lord leaves you alone, you know what will happen? You just go on to hell for your trouble. And then folks call me and jump on me for that. But my friend, hell is a living reality. Did you know that? Did you know that? There is a place where men will, men and women will spend eternity if they never come to know the Lord, if they never trust the Lord, if they never give up. Give up, you say what? Give up what? Give up 
Just give up. Hoist the white flag. You may be struggling hard with sin this morning. Tonight, wherever you are, you might have heard the old trailblazer, and you're saying, Lord, save me if I perish, before I perish. If you're struggling, I, I can't do this, and I can't. Just, just give up, my friend. Just fall at the feet of the Lord, confessing your sin, and you don't even have to do that. The Lord knows. The Lord knows your heart. You don't have to say anything. No, you don't have to say anything. Just ask the Lord, if you will, Lord, save me. Old Peter said, Lord, help. Lord, help me. That's what the old trailblazer does. Lord, yeah, I, I like to go out on the back porch in the evening late and the sun's gone down and the stars are coming out. Look up into the starry skies on a clear night. See them twinkle, twinkle, little star. Wonder how you are, where you are. Just ask the Lord. Lord, you see this old sinner? Lord, bless my family and my folks. Save my family. Save my wife. Save my children. Save my congregation. Well, can you do that for me? Can you, can you pray, Lord, save the old trailblazer's family? Can you do that? Save the old trailblazer congregation. Give him, give him folks that will support the ministry and pray for him and back him up with their prayers and with their love. Give us love one for another. You know, not much love today, is it? The world's dying for love. Did you know that? Did you, you see anybody loves people? No, no. Oh, yeah, church, we love everybody. But I'll tell you this, folks come here and visited one night, and when they got ready to leave, one of them told my wife, said, you folks just love each other too much. That's what's wrong with this truck. You just love each other too. Wasn't that great? But this is the old Trailblazer broadcast, having to go off there, and my time is running out right quickly. But remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Help me with the broadcast, if you will. Dig up that old coffee can. Send me $100 out of it before the termites get to it. And then pray for me. Day by day, pray for me. The old trailblazer is mighty weary sometimes. And I try not to say anything about it. I'm hopping around with a stick. But you pray for me. Would you do that? And write me and tell me that you want to help me with the broadcast. Until next time, may the Lord's richest blessings rest upon you. Goodbye.